Welcome to One Thing Queer. My name is Jenny Baton, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Kelsey Wren, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, friend. Hey. Today's a special one. It is. Why is that? We have a guest. <laughs> she is a makeup artistry educator at La Becca Makeup Atelier. I would love to welcome LaDora Karaska. Hi. Hey. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You got the button right. I got the button right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Hi. It's nice to finally be here and see you guys in person. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. I've known you for over a decade. Yes. <laughs> so LaDora is the daughter of my makeup educator. When I went to makeup school and got certified, mm-hmm. her mom taught me. That's awesome. So I've known LaDora since... How old were you? Oh my god! If this is ten years ago, I probably was like fourteen. I was barely entering high yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, I was a baby. You were a baby. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think during your training, I was in school yeah. at the time, so I never really saw you that much. I knew like of you, and I yeah. would see you like when because um, the community that I'm in, where the studio is, we'd have art walks, and so Jenny would come every once in a while, and I'd see her through there. But it was very like, sporadic. So this yeah. is the first time that we really actually have like connected. Yeah, no. as like adults. No. Yes, and together. Yes, <laughs> and that's why when we carpooled, I was like, "This is it." Yeah. <laughs> we are friends now. now. Yes. Yeah. This seems to be a running theme, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, running theme in my life. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm all, who's coming back in mine? <laughs> exactly. I'm excited. <laughs> we are enjoying our coffee from Miss Disa Cake House and Cafe in Ontario, California. They, delicious. They have amazing pastries yeah, and coffee. I recommend the Spanish latte. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm having the chai tea, so Ooh. it's very good. <laughs> so good. I'll have to try that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're really excited to have you on and I'm here. talk about all the things of your journey, your mm-hmm. queer experience, and like growing up in in a household with a queer parent. Yes. Which is so exciting to talk about. That is, honestly, it's... <laughs> It's not like a rare occurrence, but I think it does help the queer experience of like, I, it's weird. You have some people who are like, oh, because your parent was queer, you must be queer. And it's like, no, but I do understand a better level of like love is love sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And there is no questioning of like, you have a very more open relationship. So a lot of my family, actually, we do have queer cousins and I have two cousins that are married and they're both men. So it was always like, oh, your cousins, you know, whatever. And so it always has been a part of my family. It's never been like, oh, your cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like our family. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's not a bad thing, but like it definitely was never like I didn't even blink twice about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so my mom actually goes by she, they pronouns, and my mom has had three ex-wives, and then has my dad, and then there's me. And so it's very (laughs) funny, because I remember when I first started thinking that I might be queer. Um, I am bisexual, actually. So I came out... Is it okay if I just start rambling? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think me and Jenny are both like... Yeah, I'm like... I've been so excited to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I have been out since probably 2016 October I actually came out on national coming out day mm-hmm. and I did I was just kind of getting into makeup I started my makeup artistry journey my freshman year mm-hmm. um, I started apprenticing and then my sophomore and junior year I got my first um, certification which is what Jenny has and then I went and got my master's oh. 
And so I graduated with both of those. And so I was dabbling into makeup and I did a very like, um, what was it? Like a pride flag look, right? Mm -hmm. And not the newer pride flag, but like the um, older one. Mm -hmm. So just the rainbows. And so I did like rainbows on my neck with like a matching liner and I said, hi, I'm bi, right? And Mm -hmm. so I had a very good response of even family that wasn't aware of it. Um, Even one of my uncles was like, I love you, always know that. And I was like, oh, this post is very special to me. Mm -hmm. So I, that's how I came out. And it was funny because I was telling Jenny at some point, like, Everybody kind of knew before I did. <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> yeah, like I came out to um, like one of my teachers and I was like kind of tearing up and I was like his teacher's aide, he was very close to me and stuff. He's like, oh, you're telling me. Oh, congratulations. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he realized that I was like, I, I'm, I'm gay. He's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but like I told Jenny, I was like, it was never disrespectful. It just yeah. was kind of like, even some oh. of my friends, like I would dress up sometimes as characters to go to school if I had, because I was in creative writing. So I'd do poetry and I would be like an American horror story character or something. Mm-hmm. And it was very just like, oh, hey, Laura. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they never really put together like, oh, I should have took a picture. That was monumental. Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember telling some of them too, I was like, hey, so um, like I'm bisexual. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and even my mom i was like mom i i think i'm i think i'm bi and she's like oh yeah 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 no lador we've known <laughs> <laughs> you literally just sounded like yeah <laughs> yeah like baby girl it's all right and like even my dad i think now i'm i remember coming out to him and i don't remember exactly what happened because i just remember him being like so you telling me you're gay no i'm like well i mean you know yeah i am you know like not not i think anymore i think that was the big thing like i think i used to say i think mm-hmm. a lot and now i was like no i'm bi i'm mm-hmm. bisexual yeah and he's just like i really don't care i'm just surprised you're still single like and you know of course my dad was very loving so he's like you're beautiful you're stunning i'm like well, you're not with somebody mm-hmm. i'm like no <laughs> i'm like no it's just me yeah and so now especially too i'm like hey i'm hanging out at so-and-so's house he's like what is so-and-so? I'm like, we're just a friend. Relax. Uh, you're like, like, we're just friends. Yeah. yeah, we're just friends. Mom will know before you do it. Anyway. Uh, if you want to get the answer, go to mom. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you want yeah. to get the answer, mom will tell you. <laughs> you probably know like six months later, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's not because I don't feel like I can talk to him, but I think by the time I sort out my own emotions and mm-hmm. actually where I'm going in a relationship, mm-hmm. he's kind of the last to know because he's the most serious for me to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is the one that it's like, okay, no, this is official. My mom will know like it's a crush. You like this person oh my god that reminds me i went to the store the other day and i saw this girl and she was super cute she was a sales rep and i remember telling my mom like i start telling her i told the girl that i liked her hair after she complimented mine <laughs> and my mom thought that's where it ended and she proceeded to hit me like with the pillow softly <laughs> like you did not like you didn't fuck up that chance to, oh, i'm sorry <laughs> no you <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, she's cool. like you didn't like mess up that chance did you like you should have said more and i was like no like i talked to her a little bit like i made it a point to like not be like oh i like your hair i was like hey you're very cute and like she got very giggly and like mm-hmm. i think something might happen like if i possibly go again and like mm-hmm. make it a little more known but i was like i just happened to be shopping i wasn't gonna be standing there like hello hi. <laughs> how are she's you like, yeah. yeah she's like okay good i thought you totally just like <laughs> I think it's because your mom's a Sag and I feel like back in her day when, yes. when she was like dating women, I, I could totally see her being like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> oh my God, yes. My mom is very much like, she is so forthcoming. Yes. And it's not that I can't be, but I'm like with women, I think, I, I mean, in my experience, mm-hmm. you have that weird dynamic, especially me being in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My compliments to somebody sometimes are like, that means a lot coming from you. I'm like... I'm trying to flirt with you, but that's all right. I don't want to make this weird now. You know what I mean? Like you took this as a very like heartwarming, it meant a lot to you sort of thing. And I'm not going to make it creepy. I think that's where like my 
think like I have to figure that out when I'm flirting with women of like <laughs> I'm trying to flirt with you. Yeah. Like, I want to let that be known, but I also don't want to be like, oh, this okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to make this weird. And you are very happy now. <laughs> I feel like it's also like you don't know if uh, or when you don't know if they're queer too. Yes. That's what makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like there's some people now, especially that like a gendered identity is becoming more I don't know, readily available for people to express themselves. And so you have like moments where someone like might look queer, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to assume that because they could just be very comfortable in their bodies now. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, like I think we all were talking when I first came in, I was like, I could dress for queer today. (laughs) And it's like, it's a silly thing to say Mm because you're queer, queer, it just comes out of you, like seeps out or your gaydar goes off. But like now I'm like, I don't have to worry about like wearing bodycon clothing or tight Mm -hmm. dresses or anything. And it's like some people, they're just straight and they're hetero and they like to dress like, like a dude or tomboyish mm-hmm. yeah and i think that is something that like i struggle with because i'm like what are like you you should just see me i'm like turning to the side like, are you <laughs> yeah you know, wink wink like it's, what's going on it's it's not that it's just a different vibe when you're hanging out with fellows yeah you know it's it's you feel more comfortable because you're not yeah. like oh it's just not a second thought there's yeah. always another second second thought when you're hanging out with other people yeah. other people who may yes. not be part of the community and you're yeah. like you second guess you're this or you're yeah. that should, should i wear this you know yeah. but i mean when you get to just dress and go yeah. where you're gonna go yeah it's it means a lot okay. yeah yeah and so for me i was just like okay mom don't don't be mad I, i'm getting there because <laughs> i think my mom too like i've not had very many serious serious relationships a lot of my relationships are like six months to a year sort of thing so she's also like little you got time to grow and i'm like yeah i know i'm not worried but i think now i'm realizing like oh i don't think high school relationships count oh, for the record mm-hmm. i'm 24 mm-hmm. so like when people ask me like how many relationships have you been i'm like serious ones maybe like two mm-hmm. you know like it's yeah. not that many but it definitely is a difference of like when you're dating someone who might be older than you absolutely it's like oh you haven't had much experience it's like no but i know how to love so yeah. <laughs> i don't think that changes very yeah. much mm-hmm. i totally agree um how was your your process in coming out to yourself that was a fun one because okay so a reason i think a lot of people knew maybe before i seriously knew was like the my first day of freshman year i um okay well let me backtrack real quick Mm -hmm. i worked with my mom originally doing makeup artistry for um haircut fashion shows so it'd be those kind of conventions and i think jenny you might have worked a couple with us um for a company called rusk and so i knew some of the main haircutters that would cut hair on stage it's kind of like a little bit of theatrics right so i had gotten a very short short pixie cut and that was my uh, freshman year of high school and i decided to wear one of my dad's ties with a vest right and like i don't even think a flowy shirt just like a regular like boy shirt or something mm-hmm. very femme ladora like still but <laughs> yeah. like i think that's also when people were like you didn't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I think then I went through like, um, so I graduated high school in 2016, but at the time um, the Kardashians were very popular. So I had a little bit of body image problems because I just was like, oh, I don't look like what everyone thinks we should look like. And so I used to like went a little too femme, Mm -hmm. like hyper femme almost. Mm -hmm. And then when I stopped and I started liking normal me again, realizing like I could mix a little bit of my tomboy with my hyper femme, I was like, this feels nice and then I was like I'm also really attracted to women like I know I was mm-hmm. but I, I think I started thinking of it a little more seriously like I would date her mm-hmm. I I very much had that do I want to be her or be with her <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I yeah. think we all go through that yeah <laughs> and I was like uh, no I think if you think that you're gay like I don't think anyone sits and goes I want to be with her yeah. like in a friend way no that doesn't no, happen. That does not happen <laughs> I think that was the thing that thing we talk about a lot like 
like a straight person wouldn't be questioning yes. that you yes. don't you don't have the you just yes. it's just like oh okay friend like yeah you don't even think <laughs> about that but I, the idea that it actually enters your your brain is mm-hmm. like oh that's a okay <laughs> yeah <I was laughs> that might mean something more <laughs> yes and so that's when I started realizing like no little I think we're, we're bi we're bi <laughs> and then when I finally did come out like my senior year I was like no I'm bi and then I never really acted on it too much because I think for me I didn't think I needed to mm-hmm. especially because I was like okay there's no reason to like go ham mm-hmm. on this yeah right? you don't have to prove anything mm-hmm. to anyone. I, yes very much so my mom was like you do not have to prove it to anyone you just do you and little by little I started realizing like I can just be comfortably me mm-hmm. and that's where I am now so yeah. I'm very I'm very happy about it because I getting a chance to also have queer friends made a difference too Mm -hmm. i don't think i realized how many maybe friends i had that were queer because they weren't openly out they were also kind of like maybe in my boat of like no i'm bisexual i'm just like i have a boyfriend at the time or Mm -hmm. anything like that and it does not diminish your sexuality whatsoever i really don't like that idea that like I, I think I listened to a recent podcast you had, Kelsey, of talking about that bisexuality sometimes gets like a little bit of erasure. Mm-hmm. And it does. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like, no, just because you have a boyfriend doesn't mean that you don't find the opposite sex attractive. Mm-hmm. And then having queer friends really labeled that for me because I was like, I remember I'd hang out with them and they're like, this is our local bi. And I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> just, I love that. <laughs> yeah, like I was the little local bi for them. Like they'd pick me up, we'd go to the beach and it's like two gays at a bi. I love that <laughs> so cute. much. yeah i get it it's it's uh, i think i had mentioned it last time like there was a it's a quote-unquote funny joke that Mm -hmm. like being bi is fun because like straight people don't believe you and gay people don't like you and it's frustrating that it's i the 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 tiktok you sent me today Mm -hmm. or the the other day Mm -hmm. um or i was talking about like no like I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just it's also like have 50 50. Yeah, yeah. I also happen, you know, my partner is a man. Like, that's, yeah, that's still gay as that's fuck. That's still yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. still how I am. And, you know, uh, universe forbid anything happens, but like, yeah. I, I'm that's still true. me. I'm still me, whether, you know, he's around or not. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. So yes. the notion that because we're bi and dating a mm-hmm. different gender. Yes is like that i'm still very gay yeah it's, it's still the same thing like i still like still like drool like at women yeah <laughs> but to tell you we're all yes. we're all equally gay yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah and i i do remember i think i listened to the one of the recent ones that you were talking about the mm-hmm. fact that you had um support in that and i love that because i think that needs to be talked about a little bit more mm-hmm. like in my last relationship it was with a man um but he was bisexual as well and there was no weirdness mm-hmm. of like I may be finding a girl really cute mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, well, we should invite her in. It's like, there was none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that was a one-time thing yeah. for me to finally like experience for a tan of like, oh, I you're respecting it. my bisexuality. Yeah. You're not coping with it or mm-hmm. using it. Yeah. yeah, And that was always very weird because I think I would tell guys that and then it would turn me the wrong way because either it would be like um intimidated mm-hmm. by the fact i like women mm-hmm. or just kind of like oh let's play this up and i'm like no there's no playing it up this isn't a game of cards <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah i think that's what's he, he's very supportive and that's, he's it's never been like ooh, get. yeah and like to be real he knew before i did like he he's <laughs> like when i when i came out to him when mm-hmm. we had our conversation he's like mm-hmm. he kind of the same thing like yeah <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Isn't that such a great feeling? Yeah. Sometimes? I'm like, hold on. I'm like, how come someone didn't tell me? Yeah. And it's like another level of validation. I yeah. Think when yeah. people tell you, yeah. like, you also experience that. Like, people mm-hmm. are like, oh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. And I, yeah. And I think also having, like, you talked about having, like, my mom being queer, like, it definitely helped because, like, 
I think she noticed some things that I didn't and she never forced them out of me. But Mm -hmm. definitely when I started to figure it out, I was like, hey, mom, can I ask you this? And it's like, yeah, sure. What do you need to ask me? Mm -hmm. And even like in sexualty questions, just like, mom, what would you do in like this circumstance? She's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I've been there. I'm like, I don't need to know details, but like I just want to have an idea. What what am I getting up for? Like a clinical clinical sense of it, not a personal experience. Yeah. (laughs) Your mom is a very, very, I think that's kind of maybe Mm -hmm. where you get it from. Yeah. Uh, extremely great communicator Mm. yeah she is and then she's super open and then like also too i love the fact that like my mom is um she's inclusive in a sense of like she does not mind when i really kind of like really vibe with it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like even in our studio i talked to her and i was like mom i want to sit down with you and i was like so lebeck because i call her lebeck when Mm -hmm. i'm trying to be professional Mm -hmm. i don't try and be like hey mom Mm -hmm. i'm like lebeck uh google business has the opportunity for us to have this as a queer space and a transgender space i'd like to start adding that into this and not so much have it take up the page because what my mom try and really do is the fact that like we want it to be known but we don't want it to be a number one focus Mm -hmm. right i want it to be like anybody else you can walk in here and you can have a great experience getting your makeup done but you don't have to feel like oh this is very queer Mm -hmm. this is very gay space like Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. very equal yeah and so i love that like we talk about those things like hey how would i word this and so like one thing that i've been doing recently is like i offer personalized makeup applications for all gender identities and ethnicities Mm -hmm. like i just want it to be very like inclusive inclusive but not in your face and Mm -hmm. i think that's like i did not want to seem like a corporation on pride month Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like very much like i don't care what season it is i don't Mm -hmm. care what you are you can come in and i love to see like when I share me being gay with somebody, like the comfortability that shows in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I had a man who came in for a makeup application and I don't know their pronouns. So I'll just use they. Um, but like I remember he kind of whispered to me like, is it weird for you to do my makeup? Because he wanted like a feminine look. And I was like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. What color lip do you want? Mm-hmm. Right. Very like, yeah. <laughs> kind of went over my head a little bit. But then I saw his eyes like just calm mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is nice you're you feel safe and that's all i ever want and i'm like yeah. okay cool so that makes me happy because like in my job i now get to incorporate it which i don't think a lot of people get to no you know like yeah. if you have an office job you might have your like a little pie flag or you might have little things mm-hmm. that are like your personal kind of like gift to yourself mm-hmm. a little reminder if you will um and in my job i get to incorporate a little more fully like i get to offer during pride month like come in for like maybe if you go to the pride parade come in for a discount or let me do your makeup so Mm -hmm. you feel like included yeah and those little moments where someone maybe feels like i want to do drag but i don't want to do it um year round Mm -hmm. but this is my opportunity and i'm like yeah hell yeah come on i (laughs) I love that yeah so tell us a little bit uh, about your whole process of becoming an educator, like going from a makeup artist okay. to an educator. So when I graduated high school that same year, I went into cosmetology school. Um, and I did that mostly because the number one thing about me is as much as I love my mom, I do not want my people to think that I all get it from her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was totally that like, no, I don't do this because my mom wants me to mm-hmm. No, And my mom will tell you that. Oh, yeah. From, from when I can remember <laughs> yes. that from the beginning, she yeah. she would tell us like she's like, Lodora could do whatever yes. she wants to do. Like, by no means am I ever going to force yes. mm-hmm. my company on her. Yes. Yeah. I actually wanted to go into criminal psychology when I graduated high school. And then I just was like, I don't think I have the mindset for that. <laughs> I think what I really want to do, like, deep, deep down after some, like, self-discovery was, like, I want to help people. That's, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, let me go to cosmetology school. And then I did graduate. I'll be going for my license this year. And... um 
when I was doing that, my mom started asking me questions like, hey, how's school going? And like, obviously, we'd sit and read the books together and stuff. And she's like, you should try and start taking like your um, teacher's credentials here with me. And so I'd started assisting her more when she was taking classes and stuff like that, because I actually was home was mm-hmm. one of the things we used to have the training from 10 to 2, which is what Jenny took. Mm-hmm. And so I was obviously in high school. I was gone. Mm-hmm. And now I was like, oh, I can get up with you and like we can start doing this together. And then that's how I became the educator, because my mom kind of stepped aside and was like, show me what you got mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i remember i told her i was like i want to maybe add a special effects um category into mm-hmm. our training and she's like make a course syllabus so let me see it like what would you actually teach somebody mm-hmm. i made her a doctor <laughs> i was like the human mouth has 32 teeth <laughs> and if the tongue is this color then that's what and she's like lador no one's gonna do all this so i was like yeah but uh, if you're making zombies and she's like yeah. lador <laughs> If you're making zombies. Yeah, and I was like, did you know if you got actually like, if you actually got sliced in your neck, what juggler would you hit? And she's like, all right, I'm proud of you. She's like, you, you passed. You're good. That's great. And so like I have taught some people and um, special effects and it's still funny because I mean, it's like bullet wounds or scabs or cuts and everything. But I'm like, no, you need to know all the cuts and scratches that there are. So take your notes out. We're going to go through this. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I was like, I got a chance to do that. And that's when my mom started really realizing that I wanted to become an educator not mm-hmm. so much a makeup artist anymore mm-hmm. um but i still do makeup applications obviously it's more my bread and butter but i there is something just so joyous about teaching that i get a chance to like be a part of someone's process of like finding their career and their path because mm-hmm. college sometimes to me can just be i don't know people push it a lot mm-hmm. when you're in high school like when i think i was in fifth grade they yeah. already started asking me what college i wanted to go to because in middle school and high school you should take these classes and yeah. that class i'm like i'm in fifth grade i have no idea like yeah. i still thought i would wanted to be i don't even know what i wanted to be like an astronaut yeah you know and then i graduated i went into trade school and stuff and i think trade school now is a little more appropriated mm-hmm. in the sense of like people are not looking down on it like they used mm-hmm. to and a majority of it is because i think that people in the recent years who have graduated uh college are still struggling to find things so they do go to trade schools mm-hmm. yeah they do become like estheticians or cosmetologists mm-hmm. or nail techs or you know anything and they're like oh i'm making money immediately like after training i mean everybody's different but mm-hmm. i'm i have a better chance of yeah, making you have the potential to yes mm-hmm. you have the potential to find a job with limited experiences because most jobs are willing to kind of like teach you with it Mm-hmm. college it's always like you need to do this that abc and then you're still like oh and you it's need like ex- good luck yeah. Yeah. yeah you need experience to get the experience you're like i don't know how to do that yeah in some trade schools have um like some companies mm-hmm. will hire out of specific trade yes. schools and they have like a relationship in that mm-hmm. way i still think it's insane that we ask like 17 year olds to like decide their entire lives yeah. with college and then like mount them with heaps of debt yes because they have to make a decision right now yes there's no other time to make a decision mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's yeah. crazy it's yeah. wild I, re- I remember being in my counselor's office and her being like you do realize you have like a 4.0 gpa like you mm-hmm. can go to universities you are getting offers i was like that's nice <laughs> yeah and like not in a rude way mm-hmm. but i did really love that i got called back that same year with my mom as lebeck me would uh-huh. to go talk about makeup artistry as a career for the, for oh, the wow. students and i'm like i literally graduated three months ago and i'm back to tell you it's work it out beautifully i love that so that's much. awesome it was a little bit of stick it. <laughs> exactly exactly that's funny i have a similar experience because my mom has her own business she uh-huh. does seem- she's a seamstress oh, cool. and like i grew up doing that working with her mm-hmm. basically apprenticing also that's uh-huh. how i learned mm-hmm. and that was she was kind of like the business is here if you want it i'll right. give you my customer list but mm-hmm. you don't have to do it and i'm like this is not what i want mm-hmm. so i went a different way yeah. I, I work um 
closely related to what she does because I still okay. work with like clothes uh-huh. and like she's actually a subcontractor for us. So oh, nice. so like we nice. like talk all the time for that. But yeah. um yeah, it just went differently. But that's it's just interesting. Like hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a chance to find your way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's very much my mom is mm-hmm. like. Like to go back to the queer experience, my mom is very much like you take your time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I do not want you running into things before you feel like it. I'm also very sensitive, and I am someone like if you text me and we text back and we have good chemistry, I'm like in love with you already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's my Pisces side. Yeah, <laughs> I might like my Scorpio moon is still like we need to calm down, but my Pisces side <laughs> is just like I love them. But I, I love this, it. <laughs> yeah, I love. Them. Let this me feel, be and your Scorpio's like. Now. Yeah, your Scorpio yeah. is like, do not tell them that. Yeah, my Scorpio is like, you're gonna get hurt. Stop. <laughs> because inevitably, unfortunately, in some past relationships, I see the the maybe the red flags that I had my rose colored glasses on mm-hmm. for that I knew, but I also was like, give it a chance, and yeah. then like you learn, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, now I'm like, okay, I want to date like not seriously but like i want to take it a little more serious i'm definitely open to more queer experiences i've had mine but mm-hmm. i think more in a like not so much i don't even know how to say it just a little more serious and yeah i'm like okay this is gonna be nice <laughs> yeah i love that so tell us a little bit about we were on the live and you were on the live yes. with us and um we talked a little bit about like astrology yes. and are you into like spirituality yes yeah. i am actually okay let's talk about that okay, okay. <laughs> So my mom, honest to God, I feel like she's an earth angel. Mm -hmm. She very much is very intuitive. People will just come talk to her. She kind of already knows the right thing to say. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, we've always just had this very good good communication about like my grandmother is methodist but my mom has no set religion because Mm -hmm. she loves buddhism she loves astrology things of that sort so like we are just very open Mm -hmm. and so for me i never have battled with like religion and who i am but i feel a little bit of comfort like my mom prays every morning Mm -hmm. and so she'd be like hey did you see your prayers today i'm like uh not yet i'll Mm -hmm. say them at night or whatever and she's like just no you can do it at any time like she's very much that kind of person Mm -hmm. Um, but I do enjoy the fact that like when I do feel maybe, I don't know, hopeless a little bit or something, I do have something I could fall back on. So that's kind of what she's taught me. And Mm -hmm. I think it's not even to like a set person Mm -hmm. or set entity. Mm -hmm. It's just like the universe. Mm -hmm. The universe will help you out however you need it. So that's more of like what I'm into. And then obviously I'm very into astrology. I got my crystals on today. Ooh, sorry, I got my crystals on today. Yeah. I'm into all of those kinds of things, which yeah. is why I loved listening to you guys on the podcast because it very much was like, I feel seen. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Because yeah. yeah, when essentially like when you have, that's the beauty about spirituality. Mm-hmm. It's so unique to yes. everybody and you can incorporate it to anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I gravitated towards because like I love hearing about Hinduism and Mm -hmm. Buddhism and and I grew up Catholic so like I incorporate so much to it and what it really is it's about like like your mom prays every day Mm -hmm. it's like setting an intention every day yes that's what it is essentially for Mm -hmm. me for me it's affirmations like I remember on the live we talked about like hey it's the new moon what do you guys do and I have been writing like affirmations I have like a moleskin journal that someone gave me um and so I write my affirmations I highlight them things like that and like I just do little things that make me feel really good Mm -hmm. like I know you've talked about angel numbers before and so have you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I remember like I okay so spoiler alert I got tickets to go see BTS in Las Vegas which was a very big deal because Mm -hmm. those tickets were so hard to get yeah (laughs) yeah and um I was one of the very few lucky ones that got the early access code I actually was very fortunate to have the money to get them because growing up actually my family didn't have a lot of money for 
like trips and stuff like that, we always were very much a small family on a budget. And so I was like, this is that big, like conclusive, like here it all is now, Mm -hmm. right? That I get to spend with my mom and like take a trip and do that. And I remember like thinking, oh my God, am I going to get the tickets? Like, am I going to get that code? And I saw an angel number Mm -hmm. on a car that was 888. (laughs) And then it had literally one of the members' names on it. So it was 888-SUGA. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that's it. It's happening. Yes, I have the picture (laughs) of it. And I was like, mom, this is it. And she's like, what are you talking about? It's like that license plate. She's like, literally, I'm driving. Please don't distract me. I was like, that's happening. I was like, that's it. And 888 is supposed to be like a finance. We saw that also mm-hmm. when we went to the um, the metaphysical shop. Yeah. You're like, do you see it? Do you see it? I'm like, uh, oh, I see it. I yeah. see it. And I think we were talking about like the podcast. We were. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about the podcast and I'm like, 888. 888 is usually like yeah. financial, yes. like I, we got your back. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I was like, that's it, mom. Like I started tearing. She's like, Lador, please calm down. Like I'm trying to get on the freeway. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just, it's going to happen. And sure enough, like that night, it was like, hey, your early access code is this. Make sure you log in and have it. I was like, <gasps> oh my wow. gosh. So I'm very excited. My mom has heart disease. And so that was a big deal for me because I, I remember telling her we were supposed to try and go in December when they first were there. I was like, that's your birthday present. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't get to go, obviously. And now this time I was like, okay, it's like my birthday present. But I remember telling my mom flat out. I'm trying to make as many core memories with you as I can mm-hmm. because God forbid something happens to one of, either one of us. I mm-hmm. think that's the problem sometimes when someone gets maybe a disease of some kind. Everyone always thinks it's going to be that person when they never realize that their life is just as important or yeah. just as fragile. Absolutely. And I was like, no, mom, we are going. We're doing this. And it took her convincing of me because I was like, money, that was a lot of money. Like, just cry. She's like, door. we had it though. Like, how many yeah. times in your life have maybe wanted to buy something and it's like, oh, let's wait for the next paycheck or mm-hmm. let's wait till you get a little bit more clients. Mm-hmm. And now for once it was like, deposit done it's yours email confirmations i was like it's happening that's so beautiful yeah no i was just gonna say it's real quick that it's interesting that we you think about memories like Mm -hmm. and it's funny that things like that always trigger us to say like oh now we need to we need to make memories but Mm -hmm. i think hopefully at least kind of what i'm learning recently is that like you know we may not have like a lot of money to take trips and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like our memories i'm like we had like we just like sat around the house yesterday and like had a blast like (laughs) and like this is means more to me than like doing like you know spending money on this next thing or that next thing like it's you know it's create even if you spend money to create an experience mm-hmm. you're gonna always have that experience like yeah i think i hope a lot of people are realizing that that is what's mattering more yeah. nowadays i think and i think yeah with the pandemic i think people were forced to stay inside mm-hmm. and like just communicate with those around them so mm-hmm. either got along or you didn't and i think that you got a chance to make memories that maybe you wouldn't have mm-hmm. like those little rendezvous of hey let's go get pizza and let's just sit and talk mm-hmm. we may became more important than before oh, like yeah oh we're gonna do that because we're bored mm-hmm. like yeah. now it's just like hey we haven't talked in a while like i haven't realized that you mm-hmm. know and let's let's chill out let's hang out and now i think for sure i'm definitely a memories person like yeah. anytime i do i'm horrible at taking pictures on my Same. phone or doing things and so i'm like i don't have physical memory but i have the memory in my heart mm-hmm. like some of my favorite memories are going to visit um my friends in la my friends Brittany and Gabe they might be listening so hi guys uh they are queer Brittany is um dating someone named Gabriel and so he works at the LGBTQ center and they are very much inclusive and stuff and one of my best memories is visiting them for like a week last year on my birthday and just being able to just be right like we didn't go anywhere we didn't do anything we're not outers because you know obviously pandemic but like Mm -hmm. we just got a chance to vibe and be with each other and I think 
like that's why I was saying too, having people that are in that circle too, like I got to ask questions maybe I didn't get to ask like, Brittany, how did you guys meet? Or like, hey, how do you feel about this? Or asking Gabe like, hey, how do you handle maybe someone's pronouns in a sentence? And that's mm-hmm. why on the live, I was like, I'd rather mess up someone's sentence than yeah. someone's pronouns. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think with the pandemic, I think we've, I think the word is value. Yes. It's like we value that those intimate moments yes. so much more now. And that's what really matters. And I think we're actually more present mm-hmm. in the moment now. I think it's the two. Yeah. Because I feel like we were all during the pandemic, we were so glued to our phones. Mm-hmm that like for me at least personally like recently i've just been like th- like i'm so tired of this mm-hmm. like yeah. i'm like i want a connection mm-hmm. yeah like i want to connect yeah. with someone mm-hmm. yeah like just put my phone on the table I yeah don't care. i don't need it yeah. i find myself like i just want to look outside and like look like i was <laughs> i went skating the other day and i was like oh i'm gonna go by myself but i mm-hmm. told my friends if anybody wants to meet me like mm-hmm. let's let's go but i was dead set on going by myself because i just wanted to go outside yeah. right and i was like that's never <laughs> i've never done that before <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I'm like i need to see some sun yeah, <laughs> yeah really go do that yeah <laughs> it's it's so fun to just kind of live in the moment and i think it's fun when you have people that are like willing to do that with you too mm-hmm. like i think being by yourself is very important mm-hmm. it's how i open myself up to possibilities of like hey that deep thought time but i'm someone who does not like to be alone so i'm like mm-hmm. oh i don't like these deep thoughts right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're, mm-hmm. like your scorpio moon will probably be like oh we love this and yeah. then your pisces is like no i want to yeah. mm-hmm. like i remember you telling me like you feel like a labrador i so feel like a labrador. <laughs> I'm, like i am labrador gorfa material like i am just like wagging tail like we get to go to the mall or we get to go to the grocery store like let's go i'm so excited yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious but then like when I do go by myself, I'm like, yeah, this is nice. I get to pick out whatever bread I want. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's definitely like uh, like we had mentioned, like my partner's a Scorpio moon and mm-hmm. he talks about every video he watches all the time. Also, it always talks about the Scorpio moon's importance of mm-hmm. alone time, like yes. your own space, your mm-hmm. own like, um, yeah, I guess space. Replenish time. Yeah. yeah, that and like your own um, safe haven kind yeah. of like. So the importance of that is even though you do want to connect with people, like it's very important for you to like retreat and do what you got to do. Do you feel like that changed for you? Like when you were younger as to now? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I'm an only child. So a lot of the stuff like my mom will remind me sometimes of like, you still have a habit of when someone invites you somewhere, you're like ready to go in like two minutes. Mm -hmm. Like It does not matter if you had plans or anything. You're like where they drop them, but you're more susceptible to stopping and thinking now, which Mm -hmm. I'm thinking before. I'm like, thanks mom. (laughs) I got a brain. But I definitely like, I was someone, even if people maybe weren't the best for me to be around, I didn't want to think of it that way. Cause I was like, yeah, but when else am I going to hang out with them? Or like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be home right now. I want to go out to whatever. And like, I remember like having slumber parties and stuff and like maybe them going a little South cause like, Oh, let's start drinking. Oh, let's do this i'm like oh no i wanted to watch a movie like i thought that's what was happening Mm -hmm. i didn't know we were doing this like yeah (laughs) and so i definitely like i I think being by myself but being around people i definitely enjoy a little bit more now Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay i do get a chance to like be a little more selective i guess yeah i used to just run like any chance i got like the door was open i was just Mm -hmm. out and now i'm like "Mm, it's rainy (laughs) (laughs) how was it um growing up with your mom like doing her business and being a makeup artist and an educator it was fun i think one thing was is that my mom did not expect me to go into it like what's at all mm-hmm. no she <laughs> just was like you want to you do it i've not i'm 100 percent gonna support you but i remember because we live in a loft and so mm-hmm. uh i would visit sometimes and i'd see the upstairs and i would just like sit and watch her classes mm-hmm. and like kind of know what to do but also i remember not caring mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
honest to God, just being like, that's cool, mom. I'm going to go do this. Like, yeah. Just not my dad being like sitting me down at like maybe 11 or 12 and being like, you should really listen to like your mom's classes and like try and learn something. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, like they'll be there. <laughs> and then like, I don't know, 14 hit. And I actually, the first time I ever did makeup was because someone, um, and the dance team at my high school asked me to do them as a zombie. Mm. And then, of course, word got out through that team that I was going to do zombies and I was comfortable with everybody on there. And so I was like, OK, yeah, I'll do it. And so it went from one person to like a whole team of like 30. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, on Friday, even though we go on at nine, I need to be there at seven. She's like, what the hell for? And I was like, because I'm doing makeup. Do you have paint? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, OK. And so she's like, I remember like staying up to school and doing like little demo practices. And then finally the day came and she was very impressed because I took like the grittiest of eyeshadows I did all like the works and she's like are you interested in makeup and I was like I think I am actually and I actually when I trained I was 16 with someone who was in their 30s and it's not so much that I think 30 is old but at that age range Mm -hmm. yeah it was because I remember my mom making it a big deal like I want you to be respectful. Mm -hmm. I don't expect you not to be, but I do want you to understand that someone is paying for this course. You will be taking it for free, obviously, because you're my child, but like you need to take it seriously. And I was like, I will. And I said, but you have an appointment tomorrow at four. And she goes, what are you talking about? I was like, on the books, you have an appointment tomorrow at four. And she's like running to the studio because she's like looking at them, <laughs> looking at the books and she's like, it's you. And I was like, uh-huh. I made my appointment for four tomorrow after I get out of school because I want to talk to you about this like in person. Back. And she's like, all right, whatever. So I like left the back of the house, you know, and came around the front where the studio was. And I was like, hello, I'm here for my appointment. She's like, all right, all right, whatever. And she sits me down and then she's like, okay, do your, do your, ma- do you remember your makeup application on the back the first time ever? Oh my gosh. Oh, well. Yeah. Like entrance exam. Yeah, it was I had to do so it. scary. It was so <laughs> scary. She's like, I had to do it. <laughs> and I did blue eyeshadow and orange lipstick. Like I did not care. And she's like, all right, well, you're, you're in, obviously. You have shown that you care to do it. And then I did that. I graduated um, that. And then I went on again to do the master's. And I just really fell in love with it. I started really enjoying the idea that the way that I trained and that my mom has trained me and obviously Jenny was very much facial structure. Mm-hmm. It Like trends and stuff are going to come and go. Mm-hmm. Eyeshadow techniques are going to come and go. Mm-hmm. But like when you can reconstruct someone's face in a subtle way and make them feel beautiful from the inside out, like that's what we're really about. Yeah. And so that's for sure like what I focus on. And then even to bring in some of my experiences of being like, hey, so uh, to my students, like, okay, we have masculine lines, feminine lines, feminine features, masculine features. But do you remember you might have someone who's transgender? Mm-hmm. So those go out the window mm-hmm. and you need to be aware of like how you would do the makeup they want. And it I does not that. matter mm-hmm. how it's going to look or whatever. Like, just do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember teaching because I have a new girl who just finished theory. Uh, we do five days of theory before you go hands on. Mm-hmm. So we do like the history of makeup, where makeup originates from. Um, it's intense. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like, that the first the first few weeks I was like I love that. this is a lot of information <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a lot yeah, like it's it very is. very like even though like I think I busted through it like pretty quickly because I was like determined mm-hmm. but it was pretty intense yeah. well you'll tell me stuff about I'm like that's a lot and you're just like oh use this oh, yeah. use this contour that's uh-huh. been like. it's like bone structure like yeah. zygomatic yeah. bone to this day I use that term because of yes, Lebec I yeah. love that <laughs> Yes, we teach the bone structure. We teach eye saves, everything. So for sure, I'm like, I just make everything kind of work. Oh, I'm sorry. My uh, I'm going to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> go back to that. Yeah, we teach a 
pretty hardcore thing. So like I get excited when I get to add that in because like I said, I'm very much inclusive of like, I don't care who you are. You could be a crocodile who comes in. And that's my mom's favorite thing. You can be a crocodile who comes in. I'll do your makeup. Like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. And so like I get excited when I tell students, I'm like, hey, so just remember like you obviously have your, your rules of makeup, whatever. I'm like, but they are transformative because you do have different cases. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one of my artists, she didn't really understand what androgyny was. Mm-hmm. And so I was pulling up pictures and I got a chance to like really be honest and show her like these are androgynous models um you know like you have transgender models like hunter schaefer and a couple other queer models and stuff and like you should be aware of them she's like oh i had no idea mm-hmm. and i was like that's what i like though i like to mm-hmm. educate and mm-hmm. like, use things like i use euphoria sometimes as like here's the makeup that does not matter like you have a character like zendaya's character who's like a little tomboy mm-hmm. but when she did get her makeup done it was pink and feminine but like you saw that it didn't change her style mm-hmm. yeah and so i very much am like those are important things to know like it doesn't matter colors and stuff like that nothing like i'm always told my soul is pink and Mm -hmm. so i love that that's what britney's told me hi (laughs) Um, but you know things like that but like she never has said it and like oh you're hyper femme if i told her today like oh i want to go out as she they like i want to try that she's like okay i'm 100 for it like Mm -hmm. it does not matter like you're you but the outside doesn't change and i think that's the problem like Jenny, I'm sure you've seen it and Kelsey as well. Like there's some makeup artists who like completely transform a face and you don't feel like yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm so not that makeup artist. I'm very much like, I don't care what your structure is. I just want you happy. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. And I think I I try to follow that too. And I think it's subconsciously came from your mom. Yeah. Um, Even though like my techniques have definitely like evolved Mm -hmm. a million times around the past almost 11 years. Yeah. But the, the core base of it like the way I structure a face yeah. has not changed. I, I love your makeup, by the way. It looks Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Same here. <laughs> Thank you. It's, yeah. it's so cool to see like you after all these years, like we have not gotten a chance to talk mm-hmm. and just like we've like mutually watched each other grow. And now like we have this opportunity to get closer and I've met Kelsey now. I know. And I'm like, you guys aren't getting rid of me. <laughs> I no, my friend. No, <laughs> you come. walked in and I was like, you got to come hang out again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so great. Yeah. It's honestly just been kind of like a constant thing since me. I think we kind of set the tone. <laughs> set the, the, with the our friendship. emotion. Yeah. yeah. With uh, Kelsey and I's friendship yeah. because like every guests we've had mm-hmm. on it's like i want to be connected to mm-hmm. them yeah um like we're planning like this little trip <laughs> mm-hmm. um and like i just really want to get connected mm-hmm. more like yeah. it's uh, with like it's, it's been the same thing though like we kind of i don't know if you ever watched my social media but i watched mm-hmm. yours like i i remember you moving yeah. and i was like go jenny moving yes. like i had no i had no idea what was going on in your life and i was like look at you like yes. going like to move to do this thing and i was like that's dope like i remember thinking that but like we hadn't talk yeah right yeah like and i was talking to dora about it yeah because she was telling me that uh-huh. she's like oh it's like we're friends now i'm like okay <laughs> and i was telling her that it's really hard for me even like my friendships that i've had for years mm-hmm. i'm not the type of friend like i'm very hermity yeah and and the friends that have stood by me like mm-hmm. oh my god props to y'all because <laughs> because i'm like it's really hard for me to reach out to people and like if they reach out like i'll you know comply comply reply (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. but then like i might forget (laughs) kelsey's like the only exception because like we work together basically (laughs) um but but i'm trying to break those patterns and i'm really trying to connect with people more because of my journey and Mm -hmm. like my spirituality i think go ahead go ahead oh i was gonna say i think i'm in the same boat of like i think once you start to break those boundaries Mm -hmm. of like oh i I don't answer people like and not maliciously yeah oh i forget to answer people like when you start breaking that barrier and you're like 
I'm willing to answer people more frequently, mm-hmm. even on the first text. Mm-hmm. I mean, won't stay that way maybe all the time, yeah. but like, I'm willing to break that. I think you start to learn more about yourself, which I think is like, I know for sure that's your journey. Like oh I was gosh. watching it. So it would definitely was like, you were posting more, you were out there more. And like, I got to see your transition. Like I remember when you were she, her, and then she, they, and mm-hmm. now you're they, them. And mm-hmm. I was like, go Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ladora. No, and that, what you just said right now, like that, that's something I needed to hear yeah. um, because you're right. Like part of my healing process like I'm in a place where mm-hmm. I'm facing like my demons and like yeah. the things and I'm like why don't I let people completely in you in order for you to learn about yourself you need to open up to people yeah and that's literally what I'm going <laughs> through right now yeah. so yeah. thank you for that yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah I think it also takes uh, like I see it from the other side that it also takes people to understand that you're not going to answer every time. Like mm-hmm. you apologize every time you don't answer me right away. But I'm like, it's fine. Like I know you're busy and I'm like, I'm busy too. So like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because I give other people that grace, but I don't give myself that grace where <laughs> I'm like, no, I have to answer right now when, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I think it takes also the understanding and that's where friendship comes yeah. in is like the understanding that like, hey, you're busy, I'm busy, but like we'll connect when we connect mm-hmm. and like, yes. it'll be fine. And it just, a lot of people don't understand that or like, they may need you, you know, they mm-hmm. may need you a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just that certain type of friendship that like, hey, I'm here when you need me. Yeah. But I also have things to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I have and to have a lot. <laughs> I think yeah. with you, it's a little different because I think I'm scared. Not not that I'm not scared to lose other friends, mm-hmm. but my friends already know that about me. But like for me, I'm scared to lose Please. your friendship. Stop oh my it. god! <laughs> <laughs> so, I hate you. <laughs> now so, we're not friends. <laughs> I'm I just know, kidding. I'm like, fuck, you, fuck Pisces season. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like Jenny's the only one that like does gets that to me all yeah. the time. I like Bernie does also, but he knows not to do. This. Yeah, <laughs> Jenny just loves triggering me like that. No, but I mean it. I mean it. like nobody (laughs) i'm like other people i'm like no you don't get emotion sorry about it (laughs) ladora loves it because she's a pisces Mm -hmm. as as a pisces son i apologize for pisces trigger (laughs) trigger warning feelings may arise (laughs) very intensely (laughs) oh my god another pisces too i'm kind of laughing because like we were talking um excuse me me and bernie were talking about like how Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we're surrounded by aries and pisces (laughs) and i'm like another one another one (laughs) but the scorpio moon i can't wait for him to come home today to talk to you about scorpio moon stuff because i'm very excited that's gonna be fun i'm trying to get him to or he's also learning other Mm -hmm. signs on his own because he wants he wants to do that astrology episode Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i was like you need to learn more about other than just like us us five signs yeah yeah (laughs) Um, so we're working on it yeah i'm excited (laughs) yeah that is very exciting Mm -hmm. so what is in the works for you in the future what do you have any particular goals you have in mind uh in your career in your queerness (laughs) and in life um this year for sure i would definitely like to get into a relationship i've been single for about a year or so um and it's not that my last relationship ended badly but i definitely i broke a cycle of like dating someone right away and so this one, I was like, th- I was telling Jenny, this is the first time I've been friends with someone after breaking up because mm-hmm. I felt very comfortable. And I, I love the idea that he was like, I still want to be friends. Like we, we ended it amplifically. Like mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. And I was just like, I don't know. 
yeah, I just don't know. Like yeah. a month later on his birthday, he's like, what are you doing on the 27th? I was like, I'm going to your house. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love that. It's so like now I'm like, okay, so I've like found myself. I've definitely embraced my queerness. Like even though I came out um, in high school, I've embraced it more as an adult now because mm-hmm. I also had, because I had such short hair, I was like, oh, do I look like, I, you know what? I just realized this too. Like I got made fun of sometimes by friends that maybe didn't realize it, but like I would be called butch or like a lesbian or things like that. And so I like peeled back from maybe like dressing like I'm in men's slacks right now with like a woman's vest Mm -hmm. but like I feel hot you know what I mean (laughs) but like I started to like pull back from maybe like the baggy men's shirts or like men's pants and stuff because oh I look boxy I don't like it or like oh I'm not wearing like um something that's showing my cleavage I look like a boy or like Mm -hmm. all those stupid things and then like no no harm no foul they didn't mean anything by it they were trying to be honest I think they were trying to be inclusive Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like oh you came out to me as bi so like hey what's up Phil Les and like no let's not do that that makes me uncomfortable you know like I didn't know how to pronounce that or yeah. I didn't know how to say that out mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, well, is this what it is? Like, I didn't really, not that you were mom, processing. Yeah. I was processing it because my mom was just like, little like, do you, mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. But it was like, I don't know. What does that mean when someone tells you that? And she's like, I mean, it depends on how you take it. Yeah. Like my mom was told things when she was a lesbian, you know, obviously she was told a lot of hateful things. Um, not so much like maybe by people she knew, but you know, it was the eighties. People were assholes sometimes mm-hmm. to her and she was just like, whatever. And she very much has that roll it over the shoulders, mm-hmm. whatever my mom had a my mom's family is very open and stuff and so like the only thing maybe sometimes was uh when she lived with her girlfriends if someone came over was like oh well your husband is at home right you know mm-hmm. like that weirdness mm-hmm. but she was still like no this is a solid relationship like i've been in this wo- i've been in this relationship for 10 years with this woman mm-hmm. like, they, they might as well be yeah. <laughs> you know um but even still with me it's like and now i think my hair is longer i feel a little bit more like my true self i'm dying at different colors i'm like experimenting more with like I feel queer. And I also like, I started putting a little bit in my bio or whatever. And I remember <laughs> I got this DM of someone asking me like, are you a lesbian? And like, no idea who they were. Absolutely not. But I screenshot it, sent it to my friend <laughs> and then like took a picture of my page on Instagram and sent it to her um, and her boyfriend Gabe. And I was like, do I look that gay? And they're like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I was like, yes. Like, I was like, victory. Like, I did it. And so, yeah, I think to go back to your question of what are my goals, I think I'd like to start experiencing more like queer relationships. Mm-hmm. I started a little bit. Um, and now I want to like kind of full fledged get into them. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm sensitive. So I get a little nervous because I'm like, oh, I don't want to get hurt. But at the same time, I'm like, if I don't start, how am I going to know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. And then career wise, I've just. I'm liking where I am. I think for a long time I wanted to go union. Um, to even bring back Euphoria a little bit, I cried really hard when Zendaya had won. Um, I believe she won an Emmy for it. And I was just like, that show is getting recognized in such great ways. And like, whatever, if you didn't like the new season or you thought it was weird, whatever, like, I don't care about that much. But like the the behind the scenes, I think you can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So can you, Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The fact that they shot on Kodak film, the makeup oh. artistry team, the hair team. Mm-hmm. They even started incorporating nails this time mm-hmm. um, and having like the nail tech, like showing oh. like what she did. And I'm like, those things are what like fill me with absolute joy and i loved that they finally got recognized Mm -hmm. versus just a giant blockbuster movie you know what i mean and like it's still even if it's an action movie and it's like oh it had cool special effects i'm like it's still kind of just you know yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and um for a while i really wanted to go union because i wanted to be a part of those things and i think what i'm realizing now is i have more opportunities to not have to be union to get those experiences Mm -hmm. like i have more connections to photographers and videographers and stuff that like are willing to work with me and we can make those things come true without having to be in a union based setting not that i haven't done it before but like it's more of our terms now right i'm not like working for somebody it's more like 
hey, let's collaborate, make this together. Mm -hmm. So that's more of what I want to do. Definitely career-wise, I maybe wanted to get into more videography, cinematography, but indie. Because I've done an indie movie before. It was wonderful. It was called Sign on the Forgotten. It's a documentary-style biography of the 1920s film stars going into um, black and white or, like, colored. Um, And more of, like, oh, God, who was it? Like, Marlena Dietrich, um... Oh my god, their names have escaped me, but like Clara Bow, those kinds of ones, and I can't remember the main actress. It's gonna bug me. <laughs> but it was it's such a cool thing that was done by Ovation Studio. Um, it was an acting school and they still are here, so I love them very much. But like I had so much fun doing that movie and I wanna do more things like that, but I think now I'm not as interested in union. Mm-hmm. Only because I also saw the pandemic affected it. Mm-hmm. Like union wasn't as stable as like what I was doing freelance. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This was like that push I needed because yeah. I also too like for anyone who doesn't know, you have to take union um, based tests and things like that. You have to pay for it and mm-hmm. it still doesn't guarantee that you get in. So for yeah. me, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not in a financial situation to be like taking those risks, mm-hmm. even though they're calculated. I'm I'd rather just do it. Yeah. I, I want to just get in there and yeah. like, hey, you're making a movie. Let me know your budget. And I have gotten like over the years some opportunities to sit down with like directors and stuff and be like, what's your budget for this? And be a little more realistic of like, you know what? I'm not an apprentice anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not a novice. So mm-hmm. like I need to set better grounds of like, no, this is my cost. Mm-hmm. And like I'm willing to work with you, but I cannot underpay myself. Yeah. Nor can I underpay anybody who's coming with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're doing it for experience and maybe that person doesn't know, like the director, not the person. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> me but like the director doesn't know like maybe it's experience for my students and stuff i definitely have put my foot down before of like no my students are not workhorses though mm-hmm. like that. just because it's a quote-unquote school or academy or mm-hmm. like studio does not mean their time is any wor- like less, less valuable. valuable yeah exactly especially if they're working nine to fives like if they're gonna take time off for this yeah uh-uh. yeah. So. yeah i love that mm-hmm. i'm you. really proud of you of <laughs> you. how much you've accomplished at 24 you. years old yeah thank you like it's it's really admirable and i've even though we have a huge uh, seven-year gap difference, I've always looked up to you in, you in the sense of how you carry yourself and in just your humanitarian and it shows like it's your mom and your dad's doing and and I'm just really grateful to know you and I'm excited to connect. I'm oh, I'm grateful to know you too, Jenny. I'm not I'm not butting you out, Kelsey. No, 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 like no. we're having this like <laughs> it, we're like stereotypes. We like, already oh. had our moment. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, like, I've already cried once. So <laughs> like I'm I'm very thankful that we've connected and like gotten a chance to see each other and like we've talked to each other's pages. But like it's so nice to get to know you like for you now and I'm so extremely proud of you for like finding yourself and be honest about your findings like there's people that make fun of people for doing the things that you're doing as mm-hmm. far as like oh i'm spiritual i'm doing this i'm doing that like yeah. i think i was listening to the one podcast with you and sandy you're talking mm-hmm. about ayahuasca mm-hmm. like I, there's some people that are just like oh like you're gonna go that far and i'm like yeah. good for you, Jenny, you <laughs> fucking rock <laughs> i know i'm like i i really don't care about like sounding crazy and i yeah. that's why i love connecting yeah. with people that are mm-hmm. just open even if like you're not into it i yeah. just like yeah. love hearing people's yeah. perspectives you know that's something you've definitely taught me too because there's sometimes where i'm like we sound crazy yeah <laughs> but i'm also like i really don't care because we yeah. really like talking about this and mm-hmm. this is what we talk about and like i just i don't care if you think we sound crazy <laughs> i just don't same i think the number one thing like even at my age i've learned like 
someone is looking up to me but not even that like someone needs to hear it mm-hmm. and someone needs to feel seen by it so like those little things you're like oh that video was stupid that i put out like somebody is sitting there going yep. hey i felt that way today yeah mm-hmm. like i was telling you like one of my friends um she cut her hair and she did the big chop and i was like you look stunning right and they were like i didn't think i'd like it as much as i do and i'm like sending them videos hyping them up and everything. <laughs> i'm like go go <laughs> But at the same token, I'm like, I look back at them because I saved them on my phone. I was like, I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I'm like, but they love me. And yeah. you know what? If they're smiling and they're maybe yeah. saving it, like, yes. sure, go off. That's, that's what matters. Yeah, that's yes. what the dancing TikToks. I'm like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I can't dance. But I'm like, it's fun. Whatever. I look at that. Yeah. I'm like, we had fun. We were laughing our asses off making that video. And I'm like, somebody's going to laugh at it. And like, it'll be fine. They love us for it. <laughs> Like, that okay. even reminds me just because you're talking about tiktoks i realized like how big numbers play into things mm-hmm. as far as like views or likes and stuff and i'm so happy that that is like diminishing and again i think it has to do with like some of my high school like oh, oh yeah. i'm not a kardashian i don't have that many followers and now like i see your guys's tiktok is like you guys having fun mm-hmm. and like if i want to post a video and it only gets like a couple likes or like if the views are super high but the likes are low i'm like so fucking what i yeah. like it exactly i i just like love watching them for ourselves yeah and it's just a cherry on top mm-hmm. exactly yeah. you know. it, algorithms make no sense yeah. i'm like someone takes a picture of a tomato and it gets like billions, billions. and then like <laughs> you put your hard work into something and it's like your mom the dog so <laughs> if you sent it to your friends they liked it too Ooh, if yeah. they did yeah. yeah there's a lot of uh videos that are just what do they call it? like mid content where mm-hmm. it's like they're not doing anything, but this has yeah. like a bazillion views for yeah. some reason. Like, um, I don't understand. Sometimes yeah. we'll make content that will take forever mm-hmm. yeah. and like it will not get anything. And then we'll mm-hmm. post like a three second TikTok yeah. and it gets like so much traction yeah. and it yeah, like, just does not make sense. Yeah. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, it's fun though. Yeah. I just look at it because I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I look silly. And my cap is, it's very hard to deal with looking, oh, yeah. to, looking like a fool, quote unquote. Yeah, I have to really, it took me a long time to learn to let go of that. But yeah. like, it's fun. I'm like, I had fun. That's yeah. my yeah. process now. I'm That's like, good. I had fun. I really don't care if you don't think it was funny, but I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> we had fun. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, those are core memories. Like those yes. are memories for us. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like that Santa TikTok will live on forever in my memory. Yeah. It's very valuable <laughs> yes. to us. Yes. Yeah. I think my Leo rising also is like, Laura, get out of your own yeah. head. Like, mm-hmm. you're stunning 24-7. Yes. Like, you need to stop thinking like, oh, well, I'm going to do I'm Like, even now, I'm like, I have very dark circles. I'm Eastern European. I'm Romanian. And so for a while, I was like, my dark circles are not my favorite thing. And now I'm just like, I can put on a pair of lashes and have the deepest circles. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No, me yes. too. I've, I've, I have really dark circles. <laughs> too and i'm like now i'm like it's like free eyeshadow you know yes. like that's how i look at it because it's like the whole orbital blown yeah. is like <laughs> and i think it's funny too because my mom is like we were watching uh i think we were watching euphoria and then like we started talking about stuff she's like little i want to ask you something i was like yeah what's up she goes what is your type and i was like uh, you know and i'm thinking of like those tiktoks that's like hey do you like a dad bod on a guy or like a mm-hmm. muscular bod and then it's like the girl that's like i like i'm skinny and scrawny i'm like i don't know what i like and then finally it hit me i was like i like when someone's dead behind the guys like i like to be the golden retriever that's like trying to get you happy but like my scorpio moon is like oh their circles are like deep i love it <laughs> so funny I oh i'm dead i'm like i i this is next tuesday i can't wait for him to come home <laughs> <laughs> like because i feel like he would also like the same thing as like the eyes he has yeah. a, always talks a lot about people's eyes yeah. and like what kind of like 
he was talking about like certain signs have certain eyes and mm-hmm. i was like because you know they say like capricorns always have like nice smiles like mm-hmm. it's just something oh, yeah, yeah. and like he was saying like uh their eyes something about their eyes like i can tell uh-huh. and i was like hmm that's so interesting like that's scorpio so- moon thing yeah <laughs> yeah i like looked back at some of my partners and i was like writing things as they like dead behind the eyes and i'm like <laughs> hi i love you and they're like <laughs> You know what? I don't even like I would love for someone to be like, I love you too, but I love that half smile like I love you too. I'm like, Yes <laughs> Like don't give me a hundred percent. Give me Yeah, 100%. give me that like ruffle on the head of like I love you too. And you're like, Yes, I made them even like their eyes crinkled, they're happy. <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> I'm dead. And then I was like, that's where the bi comes in because it's going to be a man or a woman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. That's hilarious. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know what? A little shout out to those who have been a part of my life for a long time. You know who you are. And if you are listening that you made it to this podcast, I appreciate the fuck out of you. You guys are my number ones. And thank you, Jenny and Kelsey, for having me on. I'm very excited to have more queer experiences with you guys and spreading awareness of things like this. Like your podcast seriously has been something very interesting to listen to and entertaining. Like I put it on. I you know what? I'm going to preference this. I'm not a podcast person. Uh, and you've been on too i know i I love them in retrospect but like Mm -hmm. i have a very hard time like sitting and listening to something because i get sleepy or i Mm -hmm. lose my train of thought and then Mm -hmm. i'm like oh shit what are they talking about like i'm a little lost now Mm -hmm. and like with you guys i'm like putting it on while i'm doing my makeup and i'm laughing with you and i feel like (laughs) i'm there like it's very fun and like you guys have great topics where it's like maybe sometimes they're serious and sometimes i like the serious ones because i get to like jump in and like kind of pick your brains because i'm still a psychology nerd at heart Mm -hmm. but like i also love the silly ones or like just the educational ones i think i was listening to the one about like trivia mm-hmm. uh that was the one i was listening to yesterday actually doing my makeup because mm-hmm. i'm a little behind so. <laughs> it's good. But, it's okay. but i was like oh this is fun i'm like i'm like answering with you you're like when was the snowball right uh i'm like is it b or like whatever the right answer was i'm like oh yeah it was right yeah <laughs> i love that yeah we appreciate you like, so much for supporting us and for taking the time to be with us and i'm really excited to have you in our life and I'm excited to be yeah. here too yeah I and mean, nothing but great things are your future is bright that's no doubt <laughs> i've never you. had that mm-hmm. doubt in thank my you. mind so. well thank you guys for being you and thank you for having me on and thank you you fellow listeners for being here <laughs> <laughs> i'm like having fun now i get what you say there's asmr because i'm like oh my voice hello. <laughs> I know. it's so it's so trippy uh-huh. hearing yeah. it but yeah I was thinking about like the like the bi questions I asked, uh-huh. but I'm like, I think the experience is different because like, I mean, you had a parent that was more, not that they were more accepting, but they mm-hmm. understood. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing. So I'm thinking of things that I'm like, hmm, did you do this or, but I'm like, but your parent understood. So why would you have to do that? Well, what was like, one of them? Just a curiosity. Um, Like internalized homophobia in your head. I don't, I, I mean, I can't speak for you, but in my head growing up, it was like, you know, they said certain things that made mm-hmm. me like, you know, we were talking the, the most recent episode we were talking about, like with um, I would always play off my attraction as like oh. a body issue thing yeah. that where I'd be like, oh, like I would convince myself mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I want to look like them. Not that like I, I want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like like I did that because I didn't grow up in a, you know, super accepted mm-hmm. space. So I've just I, I would normally be curious about that. But I mean, it could have still had happened. You know, yeah. we live in the same world i guess i think it's a social media thing sometimes too on yeah. my part mm-hmm. uh for me like in my own experience it definitely was so yes i i did yeah. have a little bit of that mm-hmm. i did have points where i questioned myself like i would have experiences and i still sat here like 
is it though yeah you know but like then i'd have to just be like no it is because why would i why would i even think that thought if it wasn't (laughs) something that was like kind of in there already yeah Yeah. growing up that's more what it came out to i'm like why would i even think that like i don't Mm -hmm. think you know straight people have those thoughts in their head and that's the difference i think yeah but i I think for me too i was in the fashion industry so like Mm -hmm. i grew up around you know like models and people walking around in their undies and Mm -hmm. things like that so like I also realized too, like with women, I mean, not in a disrespectful way, but you're kind of just like, oh, she's getting undressed. And I'm just like cracked head looked at the wall. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, me too. Yes. Same thing with a guy or like, oh you know, God. just like, oh, I don't want to look. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I did realize I was like, I did I not want to look because out of respect, I mean, A number one, yes. But also yeah. too, I was like, she's really pretty. I don't want to look. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I I would go through that. Like I would do, I did makeup for Playboy stuff. And, oh, yeah. and so <laughs> there was a time where I was like doing a job. Uh, the stylist wasn't on set so Mm -hmm. she's like keep an eye on everything Mm -hmm. and um she was wearing something that that, like like her butt was out so i was like making sure like things were in place and Mm -hmm. i was like sorry i'm like i didn't mean to look look at your butt but there's like something there's like lint on your butt she's like oh i don't mind (laughs) i was like yeah we have the same thing because when we have photo shoots like we um the the clothing place i work for Mm -hmm. we uh, we have a lot of pole dancers who are customers yeah or like um like for pole sports and for strippers and all that you know um and we have photo shoots and i like there's been plenty of times where i've been like oh my god i can't look anywhere (laughs) because there's like five models around i'm like i'm very uncomfortable but this last one it was just my boss but like I was less uncomfortable and like mm-hmm. it was funny because she was like wanted to do like a Sunday bum day shot and I was like yeah. your ass looks great go for <laughs> yeah. it and I was like way less uncomfortable because yeah. because you know that you have that relationship yes but it's like when it's people you don't know yes like, yeah, yeah. I, I but I would even be like nervous like dressing them but now I'm kind of like eh like you I like I'm being respectful yeah. I know where my boundary is because I'm more comfortable in my skin mm-hmm. so I don't before I didn't know about like I didn't know where the boundary was because I wasn't comfortable but now that I'm comfortable I'm like okay I'm just doing this real quick and that's it's much (laughs) it's much easier (laughs) I feel like uh before I came out I definitely was like the like oh I don't know I don't know like what is appropriate and then like after I came out I was so confident in like myself and my sexuality that even like I had a friend who was trying to get her guard about going and I was like I'm just gonna bend down and do it for you like Mm -hmm. just you know don't make it weird but you know I'm gay so I'm not gonna be weird about it but I just need to do it get it out of the way and it's Mm -hmm. good and like now even still I'm like hey do you need help or like whatever and there's some people that like you see that kind of shyness i'm like i don't need to help you Mm -hmm. i'm just offering it and i think there's like that weird tone in my voice of like authority like yes (laughs) i'm gay but i'm not on to you exactly yeah (laughs) i'm just trying to find out if you need help you look like you're struggling exactly exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah. definitely but that's kind of it i guess i don't know or just because i guess maybe not (laughs) (laughs) because i always played it off because i liked guys also Mm -hmm. so i was like oh no i'm not because i like guys like oh yeah so i would always tell myself but you're not you like guys also not realize because like you know like as much as there's not lesbian and gay Mm -hmm. um uh, oh what do I mean? Like um, representation? Yes. There's also really not by representation. Yeah. So I was like, this is possible? Like, yeah. I, I just didn't understand that that was possible growing up, I guess. I think because I had the mom I did, I didn't question those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. What I did question them is when outsiders told me something. Mm-hmm. And not outsiders in a malicious way, but mm-hmm. like that kind of weird balance of, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. That weird <laughs> balance of like, 
isn't that weird for you? Or like, are you sure? Because you've only had boyfriends. Like mm-hmm. maybe me, I didn't think of it. Because to me, I was like, well, this is just like who I was with at the time. Mm-hmm. Or this is who I was attracted to. Especially because like the high school I went to, it's not that there wasn't anyone that was queer there. But I wasn't really looking to date anyone at the time. Mm-hmm. Just like if it happened, it happened. I wasn't seeking anything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it'd be weird if people pointed it out to me. Or like how I mentioned before, like, oh, your mom's gay or like whatever. I'm like, no, that that's weird. Why would you say that? Or yeah. like, why would you discredit that? That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, I got, like, snappy with some people. of Like, just because you make out with your girlfriend in public doesn't mean that I'm going to be making out with people in public. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you do. That doesn't, that doesn't, like, erase the fact that I'm bi. Yeah. And I think that's definitely a thing in, like, the bi culture of, like, mm. one of my favorite people is Lady Gaga. And, like, I feel like every time she goes out to Pride, she's always trying to remind people, hey, by the way, I'm bi. Like, mm-hmm. that's why Born This Way was done and everything. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, even celebrities that I look up to, it's, like, more so now I think people are going unlabeled so they mm-hmm. don't feel the need to label themselves but i wish in a tiny sense some would mm-hmm. uh, you know it's each your own it's your mm-hmm. own journey if you don't want to if you want to be unidentified and just be a blanket term like mm-hmm. that's totally cool but like i wish sometimes maybe the ones that were would put a little more emphasis on it because like for me and maybe others it's like oh okay so it's not as weird as i thought you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i know uh, Zoe Kravitz who just did the batman movie she made it a point to say like catwoman is bi in my eyes so i played her as a bi woman and mm-hmm. i was like nice mm-hmm. you know like one of, that, one of my yeah. oops sorry mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite like um characters is holly quinn and like mm-hmm. uh they had the new show on uh, hbo max that i watched with a friend that made her very like bi and like i'm attracted to women and i'm attracted to men mm-hmm. and like her trauma response was not because i think they always try to make it like harley and joker it's trauma that's why she was becoming a lesbian mm-hmm. she was like nah, i just don't like him anymore i'm with this person <laughs> and i'm like oh that feels good to see mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that it that sometimes it doesn't always have to be the oh i hate men that's it that's the mm-hmm. last straw like mm-hmm. you can date a woman and then date a man mm-hmm. date multiple women and, and no men or whatever and like it's what, sexuality is a spectrum mm-hmm. and that i feel like it's more being talked about now which is so important because i feel mm-hmm. like especially in bi culture it is not it's mm-hmm. like oh you're with a man that's it you're yeah. straight and you're yeah. like no i have pretty gay thoughts and yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know what's in my head <laughs> you don't know what's in my head and to be honest my partner probably knows better than you do yeah, yeah. my partner's like i'm lucky to be here <laughs> yeah. hell yeah I, I mean i feel like more people need to like realize that especially like i feel like it tends to be men where mm-hmm. where they don't tend to like if they're with a bi woman they feel intimidated by mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but i feel like you should be honored you're, you're chosen <laughs> out of like yeah. women and men uh-huh. yeah. out of like this whole yeah. option like because it's so beautiful to be bi yes. it's so beautiful because it's like it just shows that you can love anyone mm-hmm. and to me that's beautiful and yeah. i feel like people need to put more value into yeah. that even in our own community yeah and even with pansexuality i feel like there's a lot of people who ask me like well why aren't you pan i'm like and before, like, as bad as it would seem, I'd be like, oh, well, there's just different things. I'm like, there's really actually nothing different. Mm-hmm. I just, I came out as bi when I was young, and that's my comfortability. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, those are my colors. That's what I've identified as. Mm-hmm. Maybe now, like, later on that I've gotten into more, like, colorful clothing, I like the the pansexual flag. But mm-hmm. at the same token, I'm like, no, bi still me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very pink and purples and blues, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think it's because people... Uh- sometimes uh, it's kind of going away now but some people think of it as bi as exclusive mm-hmm. or is excludes certain genders and yeah. i that's why i like to describe mine as yeah. as people like me and people not like me it's yeah. easier and i think a lot of people don't understand that the pan is like um your attraction regardless of gender yes mm-hmm. that doesn't come into play yeah. so i think 
it's just it's a slight difference but i think i think it's i I also feel more comfortable with bi just Mm -hmm. because you know and also i don't feel the need I'm not looking for other people's personalities. I have, yeah. <laughs> I have my yeah. partner. So maybe if it were different, I'd be like, oh, yeah. okay, maybe I would just like personalities. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like yeah. for me, I'm like, this is good for me now. <laughs> this yeah. is where I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, everybody can change and mm-hmm. everyone can pick a different thing. But like for sure, I'm just like, no, I like bi. That, that's like my little thing. Hi, I'm the local bi. Like mm-hmm. I, I've made it my own little terminology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, that's where I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, but to each their own. I don't care. Like I, I remember asking my friends that I went to go visit. I was asking them like, hey, so what do you guys identify as? Especially because one of them is trans mask. I'm like, so how do you guys determine it? And like asking serious questions and getting like answers that Mm -hmm. weren't like oh well if you have to ask so many questions then you must not be gay like i hated that kind of um mentality mentality. Mm -hmm. i didn't get it um but i knew people that did and i was like having a mom and then having queer friends i was like okay i'm very lucky to not have that but i also was like that's not a way to teach people yeah (laughs) i'm like you're so like it's so exclusive and i think too like with bisexuality i remember hearing that oh so you just want to mess around with girls you know what I mean? Or you want to mess around with the of like the mm-hmm. same sex and then like have like a blanket term. I'm like, oh, there's no blanket term. This ain't college. Like, no. I'm talking about real people with real emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe one night stand, sure. And if that, hey, if that's your thing, all of the power to you. But like, I'm a sensitive person. So I'm talking about like real long term connections that like if something goes wrong, I'm going to be upset about, mm-hmm. you know, regardless if it's mutual or not. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's more what I was talking about when I said I was bi. I'm not talking about just like, oh, I like this girl. I'm going to fool around and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that maybe that's you. <laughs> but yeah. That's not me. <laughs> And it's different for everyone, but mm-hmm. bisexual doesn't mean like bisexual gets this like uh, I think a, a misogynistic thought yeah, like of a like term. yeah like, of like oh promiscuous person mm-hmm. because yeah. you just like want to fuck around and mm-hmm. it's like no bisexual means I can love <laughs> yeah I, I mean more than one gender yeah and Mike I've been with my partner for sixteen years like mm-hmm. it's not like <laughs> I'm not there's there's been no other things like it's yeah. you know we're as loyal as it comes you know mm-hmm. and like that's even funny that a lot of times because even when I came out to my parents they were mm-hmm. more, my dad mostly was like oh so like you want to date girls also and I was like well no that's yeah. a different that's a Poly. completely different sub- subject <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. just like telling you this yeah. is who I am basically yeah. and I feel like I kind of got that a lot like oh so because in their eyes they're like what in their eyes it's like what's the point because because oh, yeah. they know who my partner is and they've, mm-hmm. they've known my partner since oh, yeah. forever so i you know it, that's what that's what we, i get a lot from that side is that like well what's the point mm-hmm. like the point is because now i feel comfortable in my skin and now i can be myself yeah. <laughs> that's the point yeah. <laughs> it's your identity yeah, yeah. yeah. To exactly me, to me it's like finding out a long lost relative has a different ethnicity than you never thought mm-hmm. you were and you're mm-hmm. like oh i want to embrace that a little bit more mm-hmm. like yeah. i like i'm czechoslovakian on top of being romanian and sometimes i'm like oh that's like a fun thing to kind of like mm. discover i'm not making fun of it i'm not appropriating it but it's just the idea that it's like oh this is a little part of me now mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's like going to be my whole identity mm-hmm. and exactly. i think that's the problem sometimes um with coming out when you're a little older is like people are just like but you already have your waist set so like what does this change it's like mm-hmm. nothing it just means it's another part of me that i get to explore mm-hmm. and have fun with mm-hmm. and then like even when you're young like coming out is never easy mm-hmm. um but then when you're young it's also like oh you're changing your mind mm-hmm. you'll grow out of oh it. my god and i'm like yeah. there is no growing out of yeah. it it's just the way i am yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, when I tried coming out the first time, I was mm-hmm. 16, and I got the same thing. It's like, oh, it's a phase. And yeah. it's like, huh, suck it. I'm fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, yeah. took me, it took me 30 years, but yeah. Yeah, I'm it, fucking gay. It does not matter, though. That's why I'm like, I, I'm grateful, very grateful to the people in my life who very much were like, 
good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you came to that like conclusion without being forced to like mm-hmm. without feeling like I need to say something because people are wondering like you yeah. just you gave me that information readily I'm a little shocked that it took you so long but like I'm <laughs> proud of you I love that so yeah. much so yeah that that's like where I am also too I want to add in my mom knew from the very beginning oh, because yeah. my dad wanted a boy when I was born so like <laughs> when I was still obviously you know very small and a child like you obviously could not tell what gender I was so my dad put me in like Doc Martens <laughs> he like my mom gave me the cutest bowl cut he spiked it up like, I have pictures of them oh, I'll yeah. have to I've show s- you I've seen, yeah, I've you've seen, seen them, them. <laughs> I'll have to show you Kelsey like okay. my hair is spiked up to oblivion I look like a little boy yeah. and my dad is like yeah it's my son <laughs> like he bring me to the makeup store that my mom worked in in new york and she'd be like what the hell did you do with Dora? like i can't i got her the cutest and not like she forced me in a dress but she's like i got the cutest little outfit for her I'm like yeah. what happened to that and he's like ah i just thought that'd be something different like i could just do her hair like this and she's like why <laughs> and so like growing up i always was just like whatever i'm my dad's little boy sometimes you know? <laughs> I love that. The balance of everything. Yeah, it was the balance. And that's why it's funny when my friends are like, your soul is pink. I'm like, not apparently my dad. (laughs) It is a rainbow. (laughs) I love that so much. That's funny. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess um, we just want to thank you again for being on and for sharing your experience and sharing a a little bit of who you are. Please uh, go follow Adora if you want to plug in your plugs. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's do this um, <laughs> you can find me from my name which is ladora d carrasca so that's l-e-d-o-r-a-d and then c-a-r-a-s-c-a that is my makeup pro page and from there you can find all my other socials i'm really just on instagram but you know like check out my website see my work see what i'm talking about when i talk about gender includity and stuff like that and you know pop in say that you saw me from there you might might you know get to meet me soon yeah <laughs> yeah and if you are someone that's been thinking about doing uh, makeup and yeah. wanting to become a professional makeup artist i couldn't recommend labeck more because it <laughs> it you. really i have definitely taken so much from what i initially began with yes. in my education over to almost 11 years uh so uh, definitely a huge impact so if you so, guys want to go check it out yeah you can check that out it is lebec makeup atelier so it is l-e-b-e-c m-a-k-e-u-p and then atelier is a-t-e-l-i-e-r yes <laughs> i love your asmr <laughs> thank you i'm all trying to like say it in my head i'm like lebec makeup like i sound really good but in my head i'm like how do you spell atelier i got this i didn't even pull up my phone <laughs> like, you got it yeah yeah <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you guys again for being you and starting your podcast and just having me on. I am super thankful to be here yeah. and I cannot uh, throw it out there. I can't wait to be back. Yes, anytime. You're yes. always welcome. Thank Definitely. You, thank, you. Yes. thank you for coming. Thank yeah. you. Thank you guys. Yeah. All right. So if Bye. you want to be a guest, <laughs> let me plug our socials. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so if you want to be a guest um, or know somebody who wants to be a guest, you can email us at onethingqueer at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram. It's onethingqueer. And my personal Instagram is specsrayx. And my personal Instagram is at Jenny Lynn Bhutan. And if you are into spirituality, I also have a spiritual page called Celestial Light Witch. And I have a website now, celestiallightwitch.com. I'm also on TikTok. So go check it out. Yeah. Follow our TikTok. Yes. It's One Thing Queer Podcast. Oh, that one today was funny too. So. Oh, yeah. They're funny. There's dance ones coming. So yeah, if you want to see those. There's some good stuff. We previewed a little on the live. So if you want to actually see them, you could see them. Yeah. yeah. Go follow us on yeah. there. All right.
cool i guess that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of one thing queer and we can't wait to come back next week Mm -hmm. we'll see you then love you guys love you bye graphics by bexuniverse.co music by jacody